The time is 9 o'clock and you're listening to CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick. Hello and welcome to Tanchamar Report on CHMA 106.9 FM and chmafm.com. We're broadcasting from Sackville, New Brunswick, the heart of the Maritimes, on the traditional and unceded lands of the Mi'kmaq people. I'm Erica Butler. It's Thursday, January 18th. On today's show... So I was drawing largely from that kind of ongoing body of work because there's actually very, very new work that's come out of my relationship and memories of Gay and the collection that she put together. Artists Thaddeus Helonia and Karen Stentiford are launching their new exhibit of a feather at the Owens Art Gallery this Friday. The exhibit is dedicated to the memory and life of Gay Hansen, beloved ornithologist and teacher, and Helonia's life partner, who passed away in 2021. We'll hear from Stentiford and Helonia coming up, right after some local news and information briefs. The village of Dorchester is now home to two new Level 2 EV chargers installed in partnership with NB Power. The chargers are located at the Dorchester Veterans Community Centre, about a five-minute walk from the village square. Tanchamar Council approved about $9,500 for the project late last year. The project was also partially funded through NB Power's Plug-In NB program. It costs EV owners $1.50 per hour to charge at the stations, which give up to 7.2 kilowatts of power. Level 2 chargers are considered slow chargers and can be used by most EVs and plug-in hybrids. Also in Dorchester, the town of Tanchamar is asking residents to stay off an outdoor rink in progress. A social media post from the town says there's been snow mixed with salt thrown onto the would-be outdoor skating rink off School Street in Dorchester, and also people walking across the partially frozen surface. That's causing challenges for the staff attempting to build up a frozen base to ready for the surface for skating. Active Living Director Matt Pride says the weather is looking hopeful, and with park staff working on the rink freezing process, he's hopeful the rink could be skatable by this weekend. Gay Hansen made a big impact on those who knew her, and her death in 2021 saw an outpouring of affection for the ornithologist, animal lover, and teacher. Since then, her memory has been honored with the naming of the Gay Hansen Ornithology Lab at Mount A, which features many of the specimens she collected over her 39-year career at the school, and also a student award in her name, awarded by biology department lab instructors. And now a new exhibit at the Owens Art Gallery is dedicated to her life and spirit. Thaddeus Helonia was Hansen's partner of many years, and Karen Stentiford was a family friend. The two artists have brought their work together for Of a Feather in Memory of Gay Hansen, which opens this Friday at the Owens. CHMA sat down with Helonia and Stentiford to hear more about the show and started off asking Helonia to talk a bit about his late partner. For people who didn't know Gay Hansen, now I know there's not many people actually in this town who didn't know Gay Hansen, but maybe tell tell me a bit about Gay and and you know and and the importance of of dedicating a show like this to her. So Gay was a teacher and technician in the biology department for 39 years, as well as someone who was involved in a lot of other activities in the Sackville and beyond region. Uh, She ran the Tantramar Pony Club for many, many years. She was involved in the arts and crafts movement 
Uh, she worked as a midwife for a while with some friends of hers um, long before midwifery was kind of a thing in the region. Um, and an avid ornithologist, which uh, she shared uh, to anyone who was interested with great passion. Karen, what did you, you know, what did you think of the idea when it was first proposed to you to, to work on this show with Thaddeus, dedicated to gay? Um, I think first and foremost, I was really honored to be brought into this, this project, to this exhibition, um, because prior to that, I had, I had known that Thaddeus was wanting to have a show dedicated to gay, uh, and I knew the kind of like framework of that. Uh, so having this shift and bringing Emily, uh, on board, or I guess Emily being part of it and bringing me on board, um, it's become, yeah, as I say, it's like, it's an honor to be part of this, but it also, uh, really kind of makes me reconsider about how um, I reflect on my own process and how that is influenced by um, by gay, uh, both in her memory, but also just in a lot of experiences that uh, and stories that I had from her. So, yeah. So when people walk in, I guess, what what will they expect to see? What, what, are, what, are, what are they looking at in, in the gallery here? Um, well, my work has a long personal and historic relationship physically with Gay as we were partners and we experienced a lot of of our lives together in relationship to the natural world. And because Gay put together an extraordinary ornithological collection that's housed at in the biology department and is now named in her honor. Um, there was source material that I worked with dating back to the 1990s, all even further back than that, I suppose. <laughs> um, but so I was drawing largely from that kind of ongoing body of work because there's actually very, very new work that's come out of uh, my relationship and memories of Gay and the collection that she put together. But it also touches upon the landscape in a smaller degree, which is also very much linked to Karen's work, which was very much a place of Gay's heart and spirit, and that being Newfoundland and Iceland. And so, um, and it was largely through Garen, Karen's um, influence of having gone to Iceland and, and worked as an artist that Gay and I finally went there on a soul-searching historical journey in 2017 and with a lot of background information that Karen shared. And we... Gay was a voracious reader and had read the Icelandic sagas a couple of times and her roots were very much in the Viking philosophy and realm that we spent three weeks driving a lot of northern Iceland and exploring the historical aspects of that. And so I think that 
that is, I think, a really strong physical and emotional connection that Karen is sharing in the exhibition that is, I find, very, very spiritually powerful for me. Karen, I wanted to ask a bit about your work in that it looks unique. Like it does not, this is not photography as most people would automatically uh, drum up in their minds when they're looking at that work. What is going on there? What What is this work that we're looking at? Um, so as Thaddeus mentioned, the work itself does in a way depict um, the landscapes in of Newfoundland uh, in this this show specifically uh, on Fogel Island and then also in Iceland. So the work is made um, through the wet plate collodion process, which is one of the first kinds of photography, uh, requires a dark room on site. So, um, and all of the, from start to finish, the chemicals, uh, the coating of plates to make them light sensitive, um, processing everything takes place on site. So, um, when I say kind of depicts, it's also this kind of collaboration, I guess, with the landscape and the environment, because ideally you would be working in uh, conditions that are a little bit more controlled. Uh, so when I'm working on site, I tend to embrace and work with the environment. So I'll, I'll introduce elements like um, collected water instead of distilled water, so that the images are really... Um, not only depicting a landscape, but also physically uh, um, formed by that landscape. Uh, so the, it's, you start to see artifacts from uh, sediment in, in water, um, elements of uh, hail or rain hitting the plates as I'm working. Uh, so these all kind of have these physical impacts. So they really are, are shaped by the environment as well. What drew you to that, that process for creating an image? Um, I've always loved uh, kind of chance, but then also precision. So working a lot with uh, plastic cameras and pinhole cameras and handmade kinds of ways of working. And then um, obviously studying under Thaddeus with the influence of large format photography and a very kind of precise and predictable uh, way of working. And I love these these two kind of elements. And working in the wet plate collodion process is almost like it, it, it joins the two for me and it, it tends to make sense. Um, often... You know, my work is about this kind of um, uh, belonging and geography and place and being able to work in a way that incorporates that place specifically, like physically into the work um, becomes uh, a very strong element within the work itself. So, And, and Thaddeus, I mean... I, I first became acquainted with your work because of your large format, your Prince of... Uh, the dike lands, the marshes around here, um, you, you really managed to capture those big spaces. And in in this exhibition, we're really honing in on on details. They, they feel big still, but is there a, a process behind that that you want? Can you comment on that? I guess it's just a, another, it's a number of bodies of work that 
actually have not been shown a lot, and some of them are very, very new and have, well, have not been shown at all. Um, I have found that in recent years, I've retreated, so to speak, into the studio and dealt with things that um, are more more personally explored and are um, a celebration of beauty. And I think that um, that comes from trying to live in a spirit of gay since uh, since she passed away, just maintaining that optimistic love of nature and sharing that in in the best possible way in a time of great turmoil and trouble around everywhere. So. So people can expect to, to maybe get a sense of that and feel that themselves in this show, would you say? I think so, yeah. <laughs> I think there is a, you know, uh, whether people are looking at Thaddeus' work or at my work, there is this, um, I think, underlying respect for, for nature and the environment um, that is a common thread. And then this like slowness and close looking that happens in both the work that for me is very much when I think about uh, gay and that respect of nature and slowing down and appreciation of being where you are um, also really stands out with, with both bodies of work that are in the exhibition. That was Karen Stentiford and Thaddeus Holonia. Their exhibit of a feather in memory of Gay Hansen opens this Friday evening at the Owens Art Gallery. The artists will also be in conversation about their work next Wednesday, January 24th at 7 p.m. at the Owens. Their show runs until May 15th. That's it for Tanchamar Report for Thursday, January 18th. CHMA News wants to hear from you about the stories you'd like to hear more about. Get in touch with us at news at chmafm.com. I'm Erica Butler. Thanks for listening. Cafe, and you are listening to CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick. And now the weather. Today, mainly sunny, wind west 30 kilometers an hour, gusting to 50, high minus 6, wind chill minus 21 earlier this morning, minus 14 this afternoon. UV index 1 or low. Tonight, partly cloudy. Wind west 30 kilometers an hour, gusting to 50, low minus 10, wind chill near minus 20. Friday, mainly sunny. Wind northwest 20 kilometers an hour, gusting to 40, high minus 6, wind chill minus 18 in the morning, minus 12 in the afternoon, UV index 1 or low. Friday night, increasing cloudiness, low minus 13. Saturday, Cloudy with 60% chance of flurries, high minus 4. Saturday night, cloudy, 60% chance of flurries, low minus 7.
Hi, my name is Kalen, and you're listening to CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick. And here's Brian Nielsen with your CHMA Sports Update. This is Thursday, January 18th, CHMA Sports Report. Last night in AUS Hockey at the Tantrum Mark Ventures Memorial Civic Center, the Mount Allison Mounties sadly lost a 6-1 game to the visiting St. Mary's Huskies. The Mounties opened up a 1-0 goal lead in the first period and never scored a game. In other hockey last evening in the NHL, the Detroit Red Wings beat the Florida Panthers in Florida, 3-2 in overtime. And there was also a 3-2 final in New Jersey, where Montreal beat the New Jersey Devils. Over in the NBA, uh, Minnesota Timberwolves, 124-117 victory over the Detroit Pistons. The Atlanta Hawks with a two-point victory over the visiting Orlando Magic, 106-104. Celtics all over the Spurs, 117-98. Cavaliers have beat the Bucks by 40, 135-95. Knicks over the Rockets, 109-94. Toronto Raptors, after having traded Pascal Siakam to the Indiana Pacers, still managed to get the victory, 121-97 over the Heat in downtown Toronto. Pelicans by 20 points over the visiting Charlotte Hornets, 132-112. LA Lakers, the 127 110 victory at home over Kyrie Irving and the Dallas Mavericks. And lastly, a two-point victory for the Portland Trailblazers over the Brooklyn Nets. Also going along, friends, uh, no major upsets to report yet in the Australian Open. When something like that happens, we'll let you know here. And when we get closer to the weekend, which is coming around the corner, we'll talk uh, probably tomorrow briefly about the four divisional round playoff games Houston at Baltimore on Saturday Green Bay at San Fran on Saturday night Tampa Bay at Detroit on the Sunday afternoon game and the late game much anticipated Kansas City traveling on the road first time as a road quarterback for Patrick Mahomes in Buffalo at the Orchard Park Highmark Stadium that is your CHB sports update And that was Brian Nielsen with your sports update. Don't forget to tune in weekdays 8, 9, 12, and 5 for Brian's sports update. And, of course, listen to the morning show Mondays, 7.30, about 9. And there's uh, also some sports commentary at 8.30. Thanks so much, Brian. Hi, my name is Claire, and you're listening to CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick, the voice of the marshes. Thank you, Claire, for that lovely introduction. Very much appreciated, as always. So, everyone, you just heard from Brian with your sports update, from Onver with your top-of-the-hour weather, and from Erica with your Tantramar report. Thank you, three, for your contributions and for those informing minutes. Happy Thursday morning, everyone. And welcome to the Late Morning Show here on CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick. We are broadcasting live from the third floor of the Wallace McCain Student Center. I am your Late Morning Host, JC. 
and the time is 9.19. And guess what? I have a few local announcements for you. So, first off, the Sackville Film Society presents a film called She Came to Me. And that'll be playing tonight at 7.30 at the Amherst Theatre. Uh, So I'll read a little bit about what that film is about. A truly modern romantic comedy, a multi-generational love story set against the iconic backdrop of New York. In this, a composer suffering from creative block finds inspiration after a chance encounter with an unusual woman. A couple of bright teenagers fight to prove to their parents that young love can last forever. And... For a therapist who seemingly has it all, love arrives in the most unexpected of ways. This movie is directed by Rebecca Miller and features Anne Hathaway, Marisa Tomei, and Peter Dinklage. So once again, that is tonight at 7.30 at the Amherst Theatre. And they are showing all sorts of films every single Thursday as part of the Sackville Film Society. And if you're wondering what those films will be, you can visit sackvillefilmsociety.com for the full 2024 winter schedule and for more information on upcoming screenings. Just so everybody knows, tickets are $10 at the door, but you can also buy six-packs and full memberships. All right, I have one more local announcement for you all before we get into some awesome tracks this late morning. All right, Shivering Songs returns in 2024 with an incredible lineup, including Bells Larson, Chill Teens, Martha Wainwright, Les Chantreel, Hello Crows, Ray Legier, and Acoustic Horizon, and Palmer. The festival began yesterday and will run through this Sunday. And... Uh, That'll take place, I believe, in Fredericton. It is the Fredericton Winter Music Festival, after all. Um, But if you want to see the full lineup and schedule of events, you can visit shiveringsongs.com. And speaking of shivering songs, this next song we have up for you all is from Palmer, who will also be playing at the Fredericton Winter Music Festival. So if you like this song coming up, be sure to take a little trip down to Fredericton. Why not? Take a trip down this weekend if you can uh, and enjoy some awesome, awesome local music. But for now, here is Palmer with Swimming. Drinking thick Cheap glasses, wanting so much, calling it coping. Jaded for the first time, and finally feeling the weight of what that means. Craving sweetness like a fruit fly, wishing. Statement. The 
Bring the warmth inside the home that breaks the cold And the pattern of footsteps on the hardwood Brings elation that's no different from finding gold I miss the farm 